Early October, Yodok Internment Camp 15, North Korea. Kasim Ranjani had not come to buy a bomb, though the regime had plenty for sale. He wanted something far more deadly. Though he detested the squalor of Yodok Prison, such an isolated place was the perfect laboratory for what he'd come to purchase. The portion of Camp 15 where the hospital was located was dubbed the Total Control Zone, tucked deep in a dry river valley of one of the seemingly endless waves of mountain ranges that had caused early European visitors to describe the northern part of Korea as a sea in a heavy gale. Ali Kadir, Ranjani's heavily bearded assistant, looked a decade older than his boss, but was the same age at thirty-nine. On the ride in, he had stared out the dusty window of the military van with an intrigued grin, studying the prisoners as if they were animals in a zoo. Guard towers bristled every hundred meters among row after row of slumping concrete buildings. The entire camp, set at the base of a windswept mountain face, was surrounded and crisscrossed with barbed wire and rolled concertina, much of it electrified. Sharp-eyed guards, hunched and angry against the bitter cold, stood post, patrolled, and smoked here and there among the rabbit warren of dilapidated buildings. Apart from the red points of their green-wool DPRK uniforms and hats, gray ruled the day at Yodok, as if color had been bled from wood and paint and sallow faces, so all melded into the surrounding rock and snow. Some of the prisoners, new arrivals, had been arrested with as many as three generations of their family. Their faces still held the look of mouth-gaping astonishment, having only vague guesses as to what had brought them, their children, and even their aging parents to such a hell on earth. Others, the old-timers, clad in whatever rags they could stitch together against the high mountain cold, trudged along at their daily chores like the walking dead that they were. For in Yodok internment camp, life was the only sentence. Inside the hospital, Ranjani took shallow breaths, as if he might somehow avoid particular aspects of the squalid air. The unsettling scratch of tiny claws on tile jerked the Pakistani's attention away from a babbling DPRK colonel. He watched a skinny black rat scuttle along the baseboard, then dart across the chipped floor of the hospital's front office. There was no waiting room. It was not that kind of hospital.